good morning. Even though today, Sunday, we conclude the 34th chapter, <clears throat> which is the end of the whole sugya of joy, of simcha, and the Altarebbe innovates that being that we are created in the image of God and Hashem can hold opposites at the same time, that we also have that capacity. And ultimately, therefore, a person who always should be joyful can also, when necessary, be bittered, be embittered, as we spoke out last week, feel a, a level of regret for past mistakes in a way that it, not only that it does not depress, but it motivates, and even though bitterness and joy are opposite emotions, but we are able to have these two opposite emotions at the same time. The Alter Rebbe actually quotes one, one of the Tanoim, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Rab Lozabe Rab Shimon, who physically would have a smile on one half of his mouth and a frown on the other side of his mouth, which is an expression of this capacity and concluding, and therefore, ultimately, you always have to be besimcha. Now, really, just to make a quick where we're at by chapter 35, the Alter Rebbe spoke about both souls that every Jew has. The Alter Rebbe spoke about the Benini, who has to acknowledge that without the gift of God of becoming a tzaddik, that is purposefully given to very few people, we will always have the struggle between the godly and the animal self. And the way that we can succeed in overcoming our animal soul when needed is either by the idea of Mayich Shalat Halalev, which means that when I use my mind and I contemplate about the greatness of God, I can inspire myself, I can self-motivate, and that will help me overcome my animal soul. Then the Alter Rebbe spoke about a Benini who is unable through contemplation to always create these ideas that will self-motivate and inspire but even if you cannot do that, every Jew was given a gift. We are all born with an inherent love to God. And all we need to do is something easier, easier than creating a new motivation, but tapping into, accessing the Ahava Mistuteris. And then the third theme of Tanya was the theme of Simcha. And that goes until chapter 35. So you have the Benini, you have the need of overcoming the animal, you have the higher Benini and the lower Benini, and the general importance of always being Besimcha. Chapter 35 begins with the opposite theme. And it's coming to address the question which a Benini will ask, why did you do this, God? Why am I, so to say, condemned forever to have certain inner struggles? Would it not be fear, at least, that after me working for a certain amount of time, right, when you hit 40, when you hit 50, if I reached a certain level, make it easier for me. So the Alter Rebbe will, will address this by, by changing the whole angle. Until now, the verbiage was that there are certain areas in my life in which I have to overcome my animal soul. I have to lift myself up and I have to be connected more to my godly soul. Here the Alter Rebbe begins speaking about the whole theme that Hasidus emphasizes, which is the theme of Dira B'Tachtayinu. Which is that we should aspire to go upwards. 
which is very important. We should always yearn to go beyond ourselves towards God. And even though God is everywhere, but the way we word it is, I, I should desire to go up. And that's a very important desire. God Almighty has an opposite desire. And we are really in conflict. Hashem has a desire for Him to be invited into the lowest of realities. Hashem wants to be invited in a reality where without us inviting Him in, He's unwelcomed. Which is why He created the lowly world, which is why God created an animal soul, which is God created the reality that by default it doesn't automatically align itself with God's desire. That's why we call this a lowly reality. And Hashem has a taiva, Hashem desires for Him to be brought into that. So the Alter Rebbe says that a tzaddik cannot affect a dira betachtainim. Wow. That the only way we bring God into the lowly world is if we are part of the lowly world. That means that my goal, you have to change the way you think. It's not only about me overcoming my animal. That also. But look at it from a whole different angle. If I would not be attracted to or tempted by whatever it is of this world that's hopping me, that's dragging me under, I would never be able to bring God there because I don't live there. It has nothing to do with me. Dafka the Bainini, only when we are involved and linked and bound and connected to, by default, by nature, to certain parts of the world that are called Tachtainim, that are indeed a lower reality, whenever we make the right choice, that is the real Dira B'Tachtainim. I invited God into a place where previously He was unwelcomed. He was unwanted. He was not part of that world. So if you're abandoning, he's going to feel frustrated by saying, what, what wrong did I do, God, that every day I have to wake up and start from zero, zero, invited with my challenge. Give me a break. So a person, to be motivated, has to see the purpose in it. So the Alter Rebbe is saying that there, there is a purpose in me elevating myself, but flip that whole mindset. How about thinking it in the opposite way? Is that we are here on a mission to bring God down to the world. And a tzaddik is not part of the world. He can be a neshama and a body. He can be walking the same streets. But if he's not connected to whatever it is there that's unholy, so he doesn't really choose and invite God in there. He's removed from there. And our goal isn't to remove God from parts of the world that he doesn't belong. Our job is to bring God into everything. Now, bringing God into everything doesn't always mean that we should, God forbid, go into a very unholy environment, just to make it clear, to bring God there, because I have to be careful, I have to follow the Shulchan Aruch. Many people took this idea to, to an extreme, and not everyone was successful. Some people felt beshita, that what do you need to do? I have to go into a nightclub, I have to go in a very unholy environment, I'm going to go do with my yamalkin, I'm going to go do time over there, and that's the ultimate dira b'tachtoinim. Well, theoretically, Maybe, but there's a danger. So instead of putting yourself in danger, the Altareb is saying, acknowledge who you are by nature. If I am already in inward, my animal soul is already connected to certain parts of Eilam Hazah, even me refraining from doing it is Dira B'Tachtainim. Because I was there, and I'm allowing God's command to choose how that reality for me will play itself out. And, and therefore, 
the whole function of a tzaddik, it's mamish, it's like the goal of God, the kavana, is for the benini. It changes everything. And you have this theme throughout Hasidus. If you compare a Jew that is dedicated and spends the vast bulk of his time learning and davening, versus a Jew that's out there in the world and behaving like a Jew should behave. So Hasidus says that the kavana, the purpose, is in the Jew that's in the world. It doesn't mean that there isn't a place to have certain individuals who are not part of that reality because the Jewish people, we need both. There has to be some Jews that are removed from the world. There has to be some tzaddikim. But the covet, the value that, that the Baal Shem Tev and that Hasidus gives, if you have to pick and choose who is greater, the Jew that's sitting in Kailul the whole day or the Jew that's doing business, we, we give greater covet to the Jew that's in business. Now, of course, they have to daven, they have to learn that appreciate the concept because the less engaged you are in the world, maybe the more you are saved. But who, who cares? You're not here for you, that's selfish. When the moment we understand that we are here to bring godliness into the world, then, then, then we understand why am I challenged in that area? Because I'm bound to a certain part of Olam Hazah that's ungodly. And now, every time I do what Hashem wants, I brought godliness to that. And the Jew that was never connected to that part of the world is never bringing God in the Tachtainim. So Shabbos and weekday, what is greater? Same idea. So without Hasidus, Shabbos. Now, what is holier? Of course Shabbos is holier. But Hasidus emphasizes is that Shabbos is here in order for us to be recharged, in order for us to succeed the six days of the week. Because the Kavana is the six days of the week. That was the Meraglim and, and Moshe Rabbeinu, that they felt the Kavana is Kedusha. If the Kavana, if the ideal is to be in a holy environment, then the desert beats the land of Israel. There you are not involved in the world. And in Eretz Yisrael, that's the example of a yid out there, you have to work like a Jew, following all the tayag mitzvahs. And, and, and when Hashem told the spies that they made a mistake, the message for us and for the Benini is, is that if a person already is, is challenged in that area, we're not looking to bring ourselves new challenges, but appreciate your, your, your purpose, your function. That only the Benini brings the kavana of the whole creation into fruition. And that's much greater than the tzaddik. And, and understanding that, that this is the emes, that inspires the Benini to say, okay, so that's, that's, that's why I'm here for it. And yes, and maybe I'll struggle with this for the rest of my life. But I have the opportunity that others don't, which is to bring God to this part of reality.